This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Basecamp. When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is my good friend, Vernon Mina, and he talks to me about his love of Hispanic family life. This was such a joy to record with Vernon. He's so passionate about his upbringing and his family and the family that he's created with his beautiful wife and his beautiful son. He tells such heartfelt, lovely stories about uh, how he and his wife met the journey they've kind of taken together um, to Georgia and back. (laughs) Uh, It it was a real delight to kind of get a peek inside of uh, the background that kind of made Vernon who he is and the performer that he is and how imperative it's been to his life uh, as a person and as a performer. And uh, as someone who's gotten the opportunity to work with Vernon before, it's a true delight. He's such a wonderful performer in person. And this was such a fun, lovely conversation. So thank you so much, Vernon, for sharing your time with me. We talk a lot about the annoyance in here um, and some things we've done there in the past and continue to kind of semi-work on together, so I'll let those kinds of things speak for themselves. I would like to get a quick plug in here for a show that I'm working on with the Nerdalogs. It's called Attend the Tale of Danny Tanner, the Full House Musical. It opens this Saturday at 10.30 at the Playground Theater. It runs every Saturday in May at 10.30 at the Playground Theater, and I am having an absolute blast doing it, so I strongly encourage you to check it out. Uh, it's, it's so much fun. It's so smart, so funny. I guarantee if you give us an hour of your night on a Saturday night, one night this month, you will not regret it. Another thing you won't regret is checking out other shows in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you like this show, you'll probably like Open Ended. Cher Vincent and James T. Green take a weekly dive into tech news and code to code switching and gender, all wrapped in the comfort of listening to two best friends disagree. I think that uh, James and Cher are doing a wonderful job of trying to diversify the uh, voices of podcasting and I I know that's uh, an effort that Vernon would appreciate Uh, Cher and James along with past guest of the show Alex Cox have created a uh, podcast network all on their own called Post Loudness so I strongly encourage you to check out the shows on Post Loudness at postloudness.com They define it as a collective of independent audio shows by people of color, women, and queer-identified hosts. And boy, do I think that's important. This and many other creative endeavors can often find themselves pretty inundated uh, with uh, people who don't fall into those categories, or people like myself who maybe uh, fall into just the lady side of things. But boy, wouldn't it be nice if the voices that are being heard and magnified uh 
and paid attention to were uh, a more diverse, diverse set of voices. That's a cool thing. They're working really hard at trying to do that. Um, I've really enjoyed open-ended what I've gotten a chance to listen to so far, and I strongly encourage you to check that out as well as everything else on Post Loudness. I think that's all I've got for you this week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy this conversation with Vernon Mina. Uh, my friend Laura Ann, I went to college with, because, uh, you know, that's like what most people associate ramen with the yeah, most, right? Yeah, right, college days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she, like, I was watching her make ramen one time and she cracked an egg and like whipped it in like egg drop soup oh did she and i was like dude yes. <laughs> and she's like yeah like you haven't been doing that <laughs> so it's just like an immediate step up to like that's this. awesome but and it's like you know a little heartier it's good yeah right yeah you're uh, not as sad mm-hmm. you know what poach an egg drop it in there drop some spinach exactly I mean, she does spinach sometimes too, yeah. like sriracha it's yeah. like you can make it good i mean look at the, the restaurants that are popping around yeah. say, look at the like ramen restaurant <laughs> yeah. industry i swear it's insane. i am convinced they're back there just breaking up cup ramen soup <laughs> and just dropping it in there with the, with the seasoning. I I I don't know, man. I I think some I've been to a couple places, and the first place I ever went was High Five. Oh, I haven't in, been. Um, it's in uh, West Loop. Okay. Uh, it's really really good. Like, but <laughs> when I went, I was skeptical because I was right. like, "Come yeah. on, I can make this shit." I know, but well, like I guess the we noodles can make all were. Shit, right? Yeah. That's- <laughs> That's such a good point. I've never really thought about it like that. Like when you hear ramen, you're like, uh, I can buy it for 49 cents, but like you can buy a bunch of shit. You can buy a restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That is so true. Why have I been so raw about ramen? (laughs) Don't hate the ramen, man. So it was good. High five? It's really good, yeah. I, I I know a lot of people have, like, if you're into ramen, I feel like you have places you swear by. Yeah. And I'm not that level by any means, but yeah. high five was really good. Yeah. Um, I already started recording, but I am going to get you to pull the mic. Like, okay. Just... As, and you can kind of sit wherever. All right, right and on just top bring, of it. Yeah, and just <laughs> right bring the mic to it. you. Um, the more you're on top of it, the better it'll really? sound. Really? Because this feels weird to me. Like, Doesn't it? Being that, that close? <laughs> but it's. I think it's something about podcast mics that uh, they specifically want to try to like isolate sound as much as you can. And the direction yeah. of voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you voice. sound great. My voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also Horace from the from the oh, night before yeah. from doing the two shows. I can't <clears> imagine <throat> that, yeah, two shows in... Because even when I was doing Splatter and did uh, mm-hmm. Skin Prov a couple times afterwards, it was like, that's a long night. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But it's that's so much fun, night. man. The cast is so great. And like the night before, it was closing night for uh, Solo Yo. Oh, yeah. So I was like freaking out. I was like, all right, so like, I got to yeah, make sure big Solo Yeah, and then I it was you crazy. Afterwards. Thank it you was for wild. giving me some of your time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I love talking to you. That Solo Yo was so great, man. Thanks. I really, I'm really, really glad I got to see it. Yeah, you, thanks for and, coming out. Of course. Enchantier did such yeah. a good job. Like, Beast. Great double bill. Yeah, thanks. People missed out if they didn't see it. And yeah. if they did, I've, like, so many people I've been talking about it, and I think you guys should be so proud of that. Thanks, man. Uh, you really are. That's cool. That's really special. Mm-hmm. Um, My guest today is Vernon Vina. 
Hola. <risa> Hola, ¿cómo estás? <risa> muy bien, muy bien. Uh, muy bien, también. <risa> do, you, ¿Do you speak Spanish? I took Spanish. Duolingo for one weekend. <risa> <risa> I took, it's so funny that you say that. Uh, I took Spanish in high school. Okay. Um, I had like three or two or three years in high school and one year in college and because that was like all I had to do yeah because I tested like high enough uh, <laughs> that I just had to take one class so I went to a liberal arts liberal arts college so okay. you had to take at least one semester of a language oh you spoke you chose Spanish so I I went with I mean it made sense to I had already been studying it I like the language and it seemed like Useful. Easy. No, <laughs> <And> easy. <laughs> I mean, there's some, but like harder, I feel like harder languages are less, uh, you know, like I wasn't gonna like take one semester of German oh, like, yeah. or like one to live in the US and be like maybe. Mandarin. Uh, yeah, like what? Why would I do that? So, uh, Yeah, so I stuck with Spanish, and then recently I did download Duolingo because I yeah, was just, everyone's like, got fucking everyone Duolingo, has it, yeah. and I never done it, and I was like, you know what? And I downloaded it, and I did the placement test, and I did pretty well. Like I, I placed out of like I think all the stuff I probably should have, you mm -hmm. know. The 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 first like lessons I got to were like, um, you know, a little more complex. Introductions, just like they were like, or the first one. After all the stuff I tested out of, the first ones that I started doing were like verb conjugations, oh, like yeah. you know, and that's yeah, like yeah. some of the hardest. Yeah, that's stuff. the hardest part. So mm -hmm. I was, I felt pleased with that. I don't know if I could like <laughs> conversationally speak Spanish, but I think the worst part of Duolingo is like when you're in the train and you have to say those things out loud because yeah. they test you. <laughs> I mean, you can choose not to do it, uh, but, but I, I like do it those. on purpose, yeah, because yeah. I was doing French and I was like just being arrête, arrête. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember where I was doing it like around other people at some point, and I can't remember where I was. It wasn't on the train, but it was like, nosotros. You sound like you have like a liberation army. Nosotros vamos a salir de aquí. Right. Voice memo. And then right, you just yeah, like it's say something in Spanish. <laughs> I love it. Fin. Uh, fin. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I should do more French, actually, because I, I was taking French. I was uh, went to a, on the south side of Chicago. I went to Gage Park. Mm -hmm. It's kind of back of the yards neighborhood. And there was a French program that was trying to get some, like, inner city kids to go to the north side. Oh. So had, they had this program with the French Alliance Francaise, which is like on Chicago and close to Michigan. Cool. Is it like the French Cultural Center yeah, type it's thing? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. basically what it is. It seems like there's there are a lot of, like I've been to the like Irish Cultural Center, like German obviously is in like uh, Lincoln Square. Like it seems like that kind of thing exists yeah. a lot in the city. Oh, cool. But, I didn't know about the other ones. Yeah. But, so, and they bust us out like for two times a week, I think. And it was fantastic cool. but i you know most of the stuff didn't retain yeah um and the only way i got away with it is because like i still i did the accent pretty good just because it was similar <laughs> to spanish yeah, sure, so sure. much so that they made me the president of the french honor society <laughs> shut up that's so <laughs> but just because like the accent sounded good It's like a pretty smooth transition between yeah, us two. Yeah, yeah. If so you know, I, I bullshit my way through it. Because obviously, uh, you're you could you know Spanish yeah, yeah. like it already kind of leaks in your accent yeah, already. Right, right, so it's right. like wait, wait. So let's hear your R's. 
Oh, I can do, so will you give me something to say? Uh, well, dog in Spanish, that's a good one. Okay, pero? Oh, yeah, perro. Perro? <laughs> perro? <laughs> perro? You're also sounding like the dog is talking to you. Dog? Perro? Dog? Perro? Dog? <laughs> perro? Que? <laughs> All right. Que perro? Dog, why? Dog, why? That's awesome. Man. What is the... Cuando? Cuando is, is when. When? Yeah. Uh, I'm blanking on like all the por qué is por qué is it's like why why yeah. um what's uh quit what's where a donde a donde yeah, that's a curveball <laughs> I love that a donde a donde es esta uh, la biblioteca <laughs> la biblioteca yeah yeah and like in French it's like uh où est la uh où est la bibliothèque Oh, it's pretty close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those Latin languages, the romances. I know, romance. <laughs> that's right. I, I still haven't pulled that shit off, though, like, of being, like, I'm not that guy to, like, to, you know, oh, try to, to get away with shit. But you, okay, so this kind of uh, folds in. So you want to talk about Hispanic family life. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think that is, like more a lot of times where the topics land is like someone will rattle off you know <laughs> three or four things and then it's like but like there's this thing and i think i i would probably talk about that yeah right. that's kind of how meg johns landed on hers it was oh, like really? she knew she wanted to talk about like all these different things but in the end like um creative collaboration kind of like enveloped a few of them like she really oh, liked yeah um, like personality tests and okay. like profiles and stuff, okay. but that kind of <laughs> like goes into um, uh, creative, creative life because you have yeah. to figure out like how different people yeah. operate together. But I feel like similarly <coughs> about you and talking about Hispanic life because I know or Hispanic family life because yeah. I know that's something that especially after seeing your show oh, is yeah. like really uh, integrated into your life i i will um ask you this to yeah. get us started where do you feel like your love of hispanic family started like what's the origin of that love i mean yeah like, that's great. Like, you were born into it it might be an easy question but yeah, like let's yeah, yeah. launch off from there no no that's great yeah so um Obviously, I come from a Hispanic family. My mom and dad are both um, from Honduras, um, so Spanish is our is the language that I was raised knowing. So it's, it is my first language. Um, so I yeah. So I guess I I was born into it. Um, so it was really important to me. Just um, it's interesting because my you know obviously when I came here I didn't know the language. Mm -hmm. I had to learn it, um, mm -hmm. and it was much easier. What for me was to, that? How was that? When was it? Oh, oh yeah. So that was about '84. I think it was. Yeah. So I was. I think it was turning about f four at the time. Okay. Um, or maybe it was '86. From Honduras. From yeah, Honduras. Um, so when when I came here, you know, obviously my it, at my in my home, everyone spoke Spanish. Right. Um, and we had uncles that were living with us, so I spoke Spanish with them. But it's it's strange because it's like you know I'd like to. Say, I'm obviously Honduran, and I'm very proud of that, mm -hmm. and I think I make that. Pretty, pretty apparent yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on my post. Um, but it's not like, you know, Honduran uh, Spanish is much different than like Spanish. Oh, yeah. And, you know, because it varies obviously by region. Sure. Um, so my, my 
my environment in Spanish was specific to just my household, whereas it's not like I'm living in a community where it's a lot of Hondurans, you know, and, sure. and just as a matter of fact, you know, the majority of Hondurans live on the north side and not on the south side. Oh. And we we're also living like in the back of the yard. So we were probably one or two, three Hispanic families on the block, period. Cool. Um, so I, I grew up into that loving the, you know, some of the traditions we had, like dancing a whole hell a lot uh, at the house, you know, yeah. watching Don Francisco on the weekends. What's Don Francisco <clears throat> So like? Don Francisco, oh, the Don, Don Francisco. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So Don Francisco. He had this popular like weekend uh, variety style program. Oh, cool! They get, it gets parodied like a lot. Lawrence Welk kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. So, um, so he would do this show. Don and Francisco. He, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing that's really interesting about Don Francisco, and I didn't know this until later, um, probably not that long ago actually. Don Francisco is from Chile. Okay. And he speaks Spanish, and he's obviously, and this is all what I've known all my life, is like this watching like Don Francisco. A, where is it like broadcast out of? It's in LA. I think oh. it's in LA. Yeah, I want to say it used to be. It used to be because just recently, but this year they canceled it. But it's an American, uh, like company producing this show but it might be like a telemundo or something like that yeah exactly yeah. so I, I think it was telemundo univision i want to say it was telemundo okay uh telemundo i know it's like <laughs> 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 it's so satisfying yeah, hearing right, you say. <laughs> telemundo. Um, but it was a fantastic show because you just like um the price is right you know they had oh this oh, is the per so this is the beauty is of right. this fucking show uh don francisco is a great interviewer he's a great host and he's uh fucking crazy um um just gives so much people he gives so much shit to the people that show up to the ho to oh, like to so oh, he gives cool. them crap like if they give the wrong answer or something like he'll really play off of them that's so funny and he banters and his comedy is so great oh cool. um, so that's one thing he's got going for him but um so you get like paternity tests in the show uh you can win a car which is the way they end the show every time okay they got musical guests they get like celebrities so show it up sound, it's so it's like all over the place everything it sounds like. everything that you do you could so put like fun. oh and they even did like comedy <laughs> sketches um, so it was like everything That's and anything hilarious. that you could do like the American culture they wanted to like oh, fit into cool. this two hour block I think it was That's two or three so hours funny I didn't even think about it like that like, yeah if it was someone <laughs> from that background who like came here and was just like alright like yeah. they do all this dope weird <laughs> stuff on TV yeah and it's great because they, they have the audience too where everyone's wearing like numbers and stuff so it's uh -huh. like the price is right when they uh -huh. go out and like oh there's someone here and they kind of get all their information beforehand of like who's coming and, and they'll do like on the spot like family that haven't been reunited or haven't spoken oh to each other a long time. Gosh. So he'll do like television interviews oh like gosh. from someone in Central America that's now in LA and there's all this crying and that's stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. So I bet that just sounds like fucking great television. Yeah, like, well, that's the thing. It's like Guinness like really World Records television. longest running program ever. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. How it's, have I never heard of this? Oh, I'm sure you have I... because they parodied it a lot. But okay. the one thing that I will say about Don Francisco, which I, oh, the thing I want to say is like, so he's from Chile, right? Mm -hmm. His mother, I can't remember if it's mother or, or father, but one of them is German. The other is Jewish. Oh my God! And they both are exiled from like Germany um, during like that time where like Hitler was like World War II. Yeah, during World War II, and so they exiled and they went to Chile where they had Don Francisco. His real name, like his last name, oh I can't remember, but it's something so, like Kraus or something oh like that. Oh my God! And so that guy is like fluent in like 
10 different languages. That's crazy. But, so, so he's, he's just love- like this crazy international. Yeah, and he's but he's a love, love child of like this. He's a fucking, <laughs> you know, the offspring of Romeo and Juliet, man. That's what I was man. just about to say. And that's why that, so when I found that out, I was like, no wonder this guy's so awesome. It's like he, because he just had to like, he, <laughs> he exists just inside of all yeah, odds. Like, yeah, yeah. So he just had to like come to the U.S. from Chile. <laughs> And do this insane TV show. Yeah, and he was like a legit journalist before. He was like, you know, very well respected. And then he just decided to put this variety show. I don't know which one came first. Well, I, I think he was a journalist before. In, and then he, in L.A.? Like, I know, when do you I think, think in Chile. Here? And then wow. he became really well respected. And then he came to L.A. And he said, hey, maybe I could do this entertainment thing. That's and yeah, it's phenomenal, so funny dude. And, and this, crazy. But the other thing, too, that he also comes from that generation where he's a little, like, uh, pervy. You know, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Which is kind of oh, weird. That's, for sure. And that's just the kind of the comedy style, too, that is specific to, like, uh, Spanish comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting. Like, because I came up on, like, watching a lot of, like, Cantinflas, which is, like, a big, huge Spanish Mexican celebrity. Um, he was in... Cantinflas. Cantinflas. Oh, he's so good, man. He's like the Hispanic Charlie Chaplin. Oh, really? Um, but I would say better. Ah, shots um, fired. Yeah, hell yeah. Because uh, a lot... Aside from the fact that his physical comedy was so amazing, his ability to communicate, there's actually, he created a term that's, that's like people say, oh, that guy is like talking, está cantinflando. Like he's oh, speaking wow. in circles. Cause you're like, spe- you're saying something. Like if someone asks you a question, you just kind of go all around but yeah. never really answer it. And that was cantinflando. his. Cantinflando. Cantinflando, yeah. So that's, that's a term cool. that he kind of uh, coined. Yeah. Because he's such a great speaker. And it's so funny. It's so funny. That's really really cool yeah so it's just so i came up on cantinflas and a lot of the old school uh uh spanish um comedians and you would kind of like watch that as a fan like it would be on with like your family yeah and then you know only because my my mom would watch it and that's the stuff that we'd watch like i would we were didn't really watch a lot of uh american television Uh uh, aside from like TMNT and stuff, you know, because really? that's still, yeah, nice. yeah, big time. You know, and so, all right, so I'm going all over the place. But so that's TM, okay, that's okay. TMT, man, that's my jam. I you know? love, yeah. I love that shit. I grew up on it too. Yeah. Like, that's, that's like universal kid language. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was your favorite? Uh, Raphael. Oh, that's my kid's favorite. Yeah. So here's the thing. So I, I'm for... I, we are five siblings, uh-huh. but we are four brothers. Oh. So each one of the brothers were one of the turtles. Sure. And my sister was April. Great. And, Perfect. And my dad was not in our picture, so he was the rat king. <laughs> my mom was Splinter. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it was so fantastic. Because so um, I, I love Michelangelo, naturally, because he was the funny guy and he loved pizza and stuff, sure, et cetera. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. So when the my, clown. You know, so when, you know, obviously, um, now being a parent and a father, I was like, I always try to get my son like the things that I of like course, and yeah. hope, you know, hoping that he would like them too. Mm-hmm. So he's a big TMNT fan mm-hmm. too. And I was so pissed because he loved, he like gravitated to Raphael and, and like, I'm like, no, yeah, and Raphael, and my, Raphael is my brother, Franklin. Uh, and so he, you're like, no, yeah, and you have to be like your dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was so pissed. But and then I was like, no, that's just him, man. You got to accept that he's going to yeah, like things that may not necessarily, you know, I love all the turtles, obviously. Yeah, me too. Um, but my Raphael brother. Raphael is probably numero dos for me oh really yeah 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 oh man i don't know I, if- or i just love Raphael and michelangelo's just like i think Raphael's just always kind of been my favorite and i think that's like probably telling about me because i do think i have like 
I think I want to be that like tough, ill-tempered <laughs> person. Uh, but my facade is like uh, Michelangelo type, you know, it. or, yeah, or yeah. maybe vice versa. Maybe the facade is a tough person, but the inside is. I yeah. think it's probably michelangelo on the outside Raphael on the inside <laughs> probably, man i don't know i don't even have any middle of those because i'm like i'm michelangelo all the way yeah, that's that's who i am yeah but it's crazy now i can't even i e- could totally see that though, like. <laughs> so but like my brother franklin was Raphael because he was also really stubborn mm-hmm. he's a hard ass yeah so he, it's so funny the way like some of those archetypes really made sense to like uh-huh. my siblings and uh-huh. maybe we kind of read into it a lot of I'm like course. you know i love With michelangelo like yeah that, yeah i think you know like star signs and stuff like yeah, that right. like you start you, mirroring that it's stuff it's really easy to to find the things in it that like make sense and make fit the yeah. picture that you want it to but it's also <laughs> just like fun to i think stuff like that's fun <laughs> yeah so we used to like you know that's the things that we would watch as tmnt like in english when we were when we were kids my brother and i and my sister um but so I grew up watching Cantinflas, Resortes, like all these really What's classic. Resortes? Uh, Resortes is also a really pervy guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were all, you know, it's kind of like the comedy back then was like just these guys oh, that sure. were like women in really like sexy clothes and them chasing them on the beach. It was kind of like the humor. That's but, so Yeah, weird. and it, it was kind of like, <laughs> what's the what's the classic? This is how, how much I, I did not like uh, watch this stuff growing up, but uh, what's the really famous... Music uh, show where it's like, dun, 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 where it's like you know in oh, English, Benny Hill, Benny Hill, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. it was kind of like that style where they're cool. following yeah. like women around and stuff, Wait, but in their own way, yeah. <laughs> but in Spanish, so that's probably but right. That's like probably a accurate. Bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's so accurate. Um, and so I mean, we, you know, I grew up watching that stuff, and my uncles like used to, they used to like show me this stuff even as little. My mom did not have a filter. She used to have us watch like hardcore like. Uh, drug cartel movies wow that's, and it wasn't i mean she didn't do it i well some of it was kind of educational because mm-hmm. she was like she would constantly say like you know you see what happens oh, you know wow. that sort of thing so um, she would i do think that there that's a, a common like parent move it, yeah. it is to be is to like show a kid something that like i, I don't know what i'm thinking of is like uh, like very Christian ideals, <laughs> like, and I'm not necessarily saying that's the same thing, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like, but I know I have <clears throat> friends who like grew up in the South who like yeah. their parents would have them like watch or listen to something that was like very very Christian, like yeah. very conservative, very like if you have sex you'll die kind of thing, oh, yeah, and they're right? like, and then I want to die. Listen, oh. like, <laughs> listen, watch this, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like different, but that's like I don't know the conservative like Christian <laughs> side of that. I think. <laughs> but that's the thing that's so hard though because you gotta you you have to make that decision of like right. how sensitive you want to be like yeah. threshold is it sexy is it violence you know like and uh, you're you go through that stuff now I do I'm now sure. yeah absolutely like you know and uh, even more in the coming years yeah because your son is he's a four and a half okay. now you know? I was gonna ballpark four or five but I've he's never really so held back oh thanks he's yeah he's so pretty ridiculous he's, that's my wife's doing oh um, no uh, way dude <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a uh you know, she could have done it on her own. Uh, yeah, well, that's very true. Absolutely. I was there the whole time. <laughs> um, but that's the thing, like, of deciding what I really want to expose him to. Um, and 
my wife is much better at that than I am because I okay. we, we've never spoken to him like a child when he was growing up. Uh, more so, I mean, we 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 spoken to other friends and you know, like just getting raising advice. And, yeah. And my mother also, she didn't really she babied us and there was tons of love there, but she didn't talk to us in a way that um, didn't develop our the language or vocabulary cool. so we could express ourselves like yeah, adults, you know, at the really, time. Yeah. That's really poignant. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever thought about that, but I think that I picked up a lot of my language habits from my parents too. Yeah. Like that's because great. of that, like I think there are words I was told by a teacher once that mm-hmm. I'm probably a bad speller because I learn words when I hear them versus oh, when I read them. That makes sense. So like I hear a word, but I, so I know it, but I don't know like, how to spell, spell it, it. <laughs> but I can say it perfectly. Um, and there are some people; it's like vice versa. They don't pronounce words well because they've only ever read them. Really, I didn't know. Yeah, wow, that's yeah. interesting. Like I have, I have friends who are like that, and uh, it's it's funny to be able to point that out in someone else because I think I have better pronunciation skills than <laughs> I do reading skills. <laughs> but my dad would use like very specific words that I would like pick up early. So it's funny that you say that because I don't think that's something I would have thought about before. But like, yeah. I did learn a lot from him because he speaks he, at the height of his intelligence to okay. borrow a, you know, improv phrase. That's pretty phrase. good. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah. So it's, it's, so my, my wife would, uh, we both would speak to my son and just make sure that he understood what we were saying in cool. the sense that we weren't dumbing anything down. That's great. Um, and, and I'm sure you'll start hearing him say words that you're like, where did he? Yeah. How it's starting now. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and you know, He's 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 a whiz on the tablet. He's a whiz on the phone, you know, and that's just kind of inevitable. And, you know, we we fought that for a while, too. Like, oh, oh, man, I just uh, my uh, my nephew is about the same age as your son. And I know that my brother and his wife have gone through those same things. Like, how much time do you give? We do. And we go through that. And you feel kind of bad. But so when when he started, like, really appreciating, like, TV shows, Mm -hmm. uh, we would have him. I would only speak to him in Spanish. When 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 we when he was first born, we didn't really have a discussion about that. You know, like it how are we going to introduce the language? You know, like are we going to speak to him in English? And I I kind of made a decision um, that we both got on. You know, and sh- just to speak to him only in Spanish cool. because we knew just like we did growing up that if we spoke Spanish at home, he would pick it up and then he'd understand it when he spoke it to other people outside of the house. Yes. And then English, inevitably, he would just pick up from friends and because going to school. Because it's all over. Exactly. That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. And it's hard because, you know. Good you, for you guys, though, yeah. for like making that decision, you know, for yourselves and for him. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I think that's how kids become like well-rounded. Yeah, it is, is stuff like that. But you, you also, it's it's hard because you you tell yourself, well, you don't want him to have a disadvantage when sure. he speaks to kids, and they're like, oh, well, what do he say? But he, because he's watching TV shows like on tablets and stuff that are in English, that are also educational. We try to make sure that when he both. speaks to us, it's only in Spanish. His grandparents are in, and you know live with us, and they speak Spanish obviously to him um, when he's with his on my mother's side and my family. They only speak to him in Spanish, uh, and his cousins they speak english and yeah. stuff and spanish and it's great because i mean we've got uh you know we have filipinos in the in the family we got you know americans that are caucasian or irish uh of descent. what's your wife's background she's mexican okay and she's from guadalajara jalisco cool. shout out to all jaliscanos out there <laughs> i just made that up by the way it's jaliscanos. <laughs> jaliscanos but that's where mariachi comes from that's oh, where cool. yeah, it originated from there very um, cool very beautiful woman mm. <laughs> but you met her 
in Chicago? Where did you guys meet? Yeah. So this, oh man. Um, I'm getting, I'm digging. Getting all, I'm yeah, digging, you're baby. getting into, uh, so yeah. This so is we, all part of it though. Yeah, like, yeah, this no, is I love family. it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, we met in high school. Um, I think I knew that. Do you? You little sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of ridiculous too. I, but, uh, so we, um, I met her the first day of high school. Oh, Vernon. Yeah, it's so <laughs> stupid. Oh. Uh, and I'll say this as a side note before I go into this conversation, that I love awesome movies, mm-hmm. uh, which people usually call chick flicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love me a good, awesome movie. Okay. Uh, so that's my what's background. Your favorite, what's one of your favorite awesome movies? Oh, my God. That's great. Oh, which one? There's so many. Even uh, if it's just like a two or three. All right. Well, I'll go with one that just kind of came to my mind. Right? A Stranger Than Fiction. I love oh, Stranger right? Than Fiction. Right? Legit. <laughs> yeah. That is one of my yeah. favorite movies. I love it. I love that, it. Will we, Ferrell, man. We should like compare notes. If you oh. love Stranger Than Fiction, I bet we have like similar tastes Let's in those kind it. of movies. Yeah. That song that he sings. I love oh, it. I go the whole wide yeah, world. I love it. Man, I'm all over it. So the first day when I, I met her... Uh, it's it's silly I and mean, maybe it's my own imagination but in, in hindsight I I did kind of zero in on her and I felt like Aww. I had met her before Aww. it's one of those really silly things and it's so crazy because you know the amount of people that show up for a first day of high school yeah, it was overpopulated um, how and, many people was this in the you're like from this area right was yeah the from Chicago the south area? side of Chicago yeah, yeah. Like, back of the yard so I went to Gage Park High School right um, and that was predominantly black how many? high school oh okay yeah so um, I, I can't remember how like the the pop there but um it was a i mean probably 300 wow and um i know i got that wrong i'm sure that's right <laughs> it might be more than that um i don't know yeah so so we, yeah so we met the first day, but it's just the idea of like you know this kind of um but it's probably like more than one school feeding into another one kind yeah of i thing. think so yeah. especially within that area yeah um so i met her the first day and I met her, and I was like, man, I saw that girl, and I was like, oh, man, she's so pretty. And then I was thinking, mm-hmm. you know, what, whatever, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'll see her again. And then we ended up having third period together <gasps> in English. That's and so the teacher, funny. And you know what happened? It's so, it's so crazy sitcom romantic stupid. I love like this the, already. Yeah, so it was an English teacher, um, and she walks up, and I was already sitting down. And she walks in. I see her. I was like, oh, that's that girl in my head, right? I was like, yeah. oh, that's that girl I saw in the hallway. And then uh, the teacher was like, oh, uh, okay, you're here. She looked at her sheet to make sure she was in the right period in the right class. And then she sits her right next to me. Uh... <laughs> it's so crazy. And so this is the boss thing she did, yo. <laughs> so I looked at her and I did say, and I, and I asked her, I, do we know, seriously, do we know each other? And I try to say it like not as a, like I'm coming, you know, not, trying to, you know, like flirtation. Like, I'm like genuinely like, asking like, hey, do, do we know, know each other? If we know each other, but yeah, I'm yeah. sure it came across that way. You know? Yeah, like, sure. Yo, baby, have I seen you before? <laughs> in my dreams, <laughs> right? In my dreams, we've been running around. Uh, I'm so bad at that shit too. Uh, but so she's like, uh, she's like, no. And I, she was like, I asked her, um, I asked her her name, and she told me, oh, it's Juana. And then she, she didn't even ask me my name. She did this boss ass move where she grabbed my ID off my neck. <gasps> And she looked at it, and then she dropped it back down on my oh, chest. I was like, "What? Who is this?" On, yeah, I was all over it. Done, I was dude. done, you man. You were done. That is so boss. <laughs> is that boss? That is oh, really I have boss. I've never met a woman like that, man. That is amazing. It's so What's great. Your name? Juana. 
Yeah, like, I got you. Like, that's it all up, I need to know. Um, Damn, dude. Yeah. But so here's the what interesting thing. Like, we were both bitch. dating people at the same time. Really? So it's at one of those. At that time? At that time. Oh, at that time. So it was boy. drama. Yeah. Bad yeah. boy, bad no, boy. But, <laughs> uh, but, you know, nothing ever happened through that. But we became, like, the best of friends to the point, like, we would know each other's, like, in and outs, like, relationship-wise. Um, so we would talk to each other all the time. And then, you know, she broke up with her boyfriend and then I broke up with my girlfriend. It was around around junior junior uh, year. Wow. So that long, like two, yeah, two years, years of just being just like, like being, being really, really best friends, like knowing so each other out. Precious. Yeah, it's, it's wild. And and so what ha- ended up happening, it was like, I really didn't want to jump into the relationship because yeah. I was like, How man, we're such, we're such point, great yeah. friends and I didn't want to like weird that up. And uh, she gave me a note like during, oh, she's going to feel so uh, <laughs> but she gave blast. me a, But she gave me a note and uh, during like history class and she just like, boss ass move again she just like what we were sitting in opposite classes like opposite desks in the room and she came by and she dropped this letter because we didn't have text or email back then people i mean we did that too i feel like i was on the cusp of like people my friends were like starting to get cell phones when i was like really yeah when i was like uh in high school uh it was it was just on the cusp of it so we still did a lot of no passing (laughs) (laughs) it was one of those things and she wrote me this really long letter about like you know she had um had a dream (laughs) where we had kissed Um, and then so she her curiosity was like something and something she just like kind of sparked and felt like the relationship needed to be more than that and i completely like buckled up like a real you were like uh uh, uh, what is this what are these feelings Uh, and uh and i just i really fought it for a long time until this day she still gives me shit about it um but she made the move like we were at a party and um we were we were dancing i was dancing with a friend um and she came over and she did, we were dancing and then she went in for a kiss. And so we kissed for the first time. And I'm like, that felt so weird. You know, mm. like, is this really happening? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it is. That's and, so and so we started dating after that. And um, yeah, we've been together ever since. Oh, yeah. precious. Yeah. <laughs> so the story gets even weirder. Oh my God. Uh, when, she, when we graduated high school, her mother completely, like her family, oh, her, mo- her family completely uprooted the family to, to Georgia. Oh my God. Gosh. And we, yeah, so we were pretty madly in love at that time. Yeah, and, uh, but I, you're like young, so yeah, it was it was one of those things of like what what do you know about love and you know is this something that you're just gonna have to deal with and accept? Like yes. she left, and I didn't accept it. Oh, and um, so they they moved to Georgia, and I was like, well, let me see if there's a school out there in Georgia and I looked up a school and I you know I was like oh I wanted to study architecture coming out Mm -hmm. of of college out of high school and there was a really I guess considerably a well-respected math program at the school that I that I looked up so I submitted and I got accepted yeah it was North Georgia College State University cool and um so I showed up you know like and it was like maybe four, three hours away from where they were at. I wasn't even close. This is how little fucking research I did going to this place. I just submitted the application, got in. Oh my God. And I showed Showed up. up. I showed up with all my bags. What part, what city in Georgia is it in? Oh, it's called Dahlonega, Georgia. It's up in the (laughs) boons, man. I was like, dude, I grew up down there and like none of this really sounds familiar. Oh man, Dahlonega is fucking beautiful too. I I was born in Athens, Georgia. Oh, And I like grew up in South Carolina. Oh, right on. I don't really know It's beautiful around there though. 
boat. But yeah. I bet it's like way in North Corner. Yeah, it is. And Where it's were like, they? Um, so they were in Dalton, oh, Georgia. I, the, my mom lived in Dalton. No yeah, way. Are you yeah, kidding yeah, me? It's like, yeah. oh, Shaw? Uh, carpet yeah. factory of the world you that's Mock. my mom's dad worked in carpet so oh like my God. that's like what that that's like all that that's town all is. that town yeah. is it's the carpet Dalton, you know my that's like how that's so funny for that's, him so i did not know that's this how about my you. parents met because oh my god are you serious my dad grew up in atlanta and my mom grew up like kind of all over like was born in florida they lived in pennsylvania for a while and Whoa. then when she was like uh, reaching her teen, like late teens and like yeah. around high school age, yeah. they moved to Dalton, uh -huh. and my mom and dad met at a church camp. Oh that was yes, in <laughs> yeah, I love this church camp. So they were like eighteen, and they met at a church bad, camp in Georgia. Boys. I know, I know, I <laughs> know. God. And apparently, I found out recently that my dad was dating two other women what? when he no. met my mom, and like I guess he wasn't like seriously quote unquote uh, like he wasn't like committed, to, but he was like he was like going on dates with like two other women including my mom and like Jesus he, and when somebody called him out on it at like Thanksgiving dinner last year or whatever he was like one of them was like basically done and we were, I was just like losing my mind and like my boyfriend was there for like meeting like with my whole family yeah. like for the first time so he was like what like what is this? And I was like, I, I love this story. So they met each other in Dalton. Uh, so they in Georgia, yeah, in Georgia, but, in Georgia, but, yeah. But because my mom had moved to Dalton, so it was like, oh, man. like also spawned by a move. You know, like that's fantastic. That's crazy. So that's weird, man. But yeah, carpet, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Improvises, baby. Let's bring it back. One whole circle. Carpet. So Dalton. so they moved to. So when I that's showed up, so funny. I showed up and I'm like, oh yeah, that's where I'm from Chicago. You know, I submitted. Here's my all my all my, all my information mm -hmm. and they're like oh yeah cool cool so you're here everything looks good here's your registration for all your classes you're you're in foxtrot company i'm like what I'm <gasps> like, that's weird i was like oh is that oh. like a is that like a weird name from one of the like fraternities <laughs> or the dorms and i was like no you're from out of state so you're automatically enlisted in the military program oh I'm like, my what? god north georgia college and state university is one of the epic centers like for military training oh in the USA. God, I did not makes... know this going in. Oh my gosh. So the next morning, four o'clock in the morning, I'm getting my head shaven and oh. I'm doing PT and learning about assembly and, and disassembly. And know. I didn't know. I had no idea showing up there. So, but it was so much fun because I loved it, you know, and that's kind of like that's where I crazy. started doing military workouts and stuff and, you know, working with guns. And that was and, like something else you thought about talking about. Yeah, was yeah, like yeah. Your, your, and that's kind of like, where it started. Pretty passionate about, pat, passionate about fitness too. Yeah, I mean, to the extent of like, I enjoy it and I've got, you know, I I kind of tell myself that I've got a family to protect and yeah. I don't want to be have any disadvantage and look back and say, what well, what could I have done that's to, really, to do more? That's you know? really a beautiful, I didn't even think about that as like a tie in to this. Yeah. But that's really a beautiful like way to look at it. And, and not even, uh, you know, it's like protection and just like being around, like yeah. being the best, healthiest person you exactly. can be so that exactly. you know that like you can give that your yeah. all. Yeah. And I, you know, I want my kid to look up to me, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. I mean, he should. <laughs> you should <laughs> check this guy out at Skin Pro. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Hey, yeah, Skin Pro. <laughs> so it was wild going to this school. So the other thing, I don't know if you've seen Restrepo. It, it used to be on Netflix. Shit. It's a documentary. It's really super good. It's one of those Shit. documentaries. I know what you're talking about, but I don't think I watched it. You've got to watch it. Yeah. It's one of those documentaries that, that people talk about being like very true. My, you know, I've got a brother-in-law who's who's in the army. Uh, friends there, my best friends currently in Iraq doing a tour. Wow. Um, and it's one of those films that really speak to the like firsthand perspective of what some of the soldiers are, are dealing with. Yeah. And it's wild because they talk they talk to one particular uh, uh, sergeant that's overseeing that encampment, and um, it's crazy. You know, they do some of these air raids and they kill like obviously civilians, and you see them talking to some of the, like uh, like the head of the community there. And they're like, we're sorry we killed such and such. We'll give you three goats or something because they really respect. And it's so wild the way they see, like, you know, just those trades. And obviously, it's not a, it's not like they see it as, oh, well, this This makes makes it okay. What we did, right? Exactly. That's crazy to have. Like, can you imagine having to operate like that on a day to day basis? It's wild. It's wild. So I have a huge respect for for everyone who's anyone who's enlisted and goes through that process. And I, quite frankly, there was a part of me at one point that I I was really interested in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But I just like you just like stumbled into it. Yeah, I did. I really did. I had no idea that it was a military program. Did you graduate from there? No, I didn't. So here, the the other thing is that the movie, the reason why I bring up Restrepo is the sergeant that's featured in that movie was my training instructor at North Georgia College State University. Yeah. No So when I saw that movie, I was like, oh my God, it's my drill sergeant from... Like, and he's like one of the... One top of ranking, the... yeah. He's the guy that's having these discussions with the Burn, community. That's crazy. It's wild. It is I've wild. heard of her stra- like, Watch they it. Talked it's about such it a good film. film spotting. They were they went oh, nuts yeah, for I it. I remember you telling me about film spotting. spotting. It's a great podcast. I love film spotting. Watch this documentary, which is fantastic. And um, oh, we were going to lead to that. We were going to talk about. Okay. Um, so I did not graduate from there. But you went down there because you Juana. you just thought it was my, like as close girl. as you could get. As, yeah, the That's closest crazy. I could get there. And like with that schedule and everything, it I'm sure wild. you couldn't even oh my get God. to see her and Yo, stuff. I was like, I was acing my military like disassembly and assembly of weapons, like uh-huh. doing hand-to-hand combat, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and doing all this like sick-ass like torture. Uh, it was wild, seriously. Jesus. Like it's really intense. But to the extent that like everyone feels so like the camaraderie is really there because you yeah. feel like you're going through the struggle together just For like sure. improv you know like, yeah. and um, and it, at the end of it you just, just feel like, like and we're just completely physically mentally emotionally broken down and uh-huh. we're just like we went through this together and and I don't want to say that like oh I, you know I went through this whole program it's not like Navy SEALs or anything yeah, sure. but it's the closest like it's thing like they could do like in an educational basic program basic training light yeah, yeah but it's like the West Point you know like West Point sure. is one of like I have a friend who went to West Point and it's he's hardcore like, man that that, uh, that that like um what you described is definitely the sense that I get from him. And they're on their shit and they're really, you know, people that are going there it because their intent is to yeah. go right into the service and mm-hmm. then you go out there being at least a ranked officer. Right. And not necessarily an officer, but you at least have some sort of rank when you yes. go into the military program, like into right. one of the services. And so I did not graduate from there because I was acing all those military programs and like tanking on all my math really? classes. <laughs> Like calculate, I felt so bad. Academic stuff. Yeah, just... Mary Beth, there was this one time I tell this story to my wife, she cracks out because I was like, I remember, oh, I felt so bad. There was this uh, uh, calculus teacher, and I was like, really, like, just down. Calculus is fucking hard. And I just fucking was doing PTF four o'clock in the morning, so I'm exhausted. No way. And, yeah, so I would no show way. up to classes, and I 
I wouldn't do any of the homework. Yeah. yeah so I, I I just and he would like and I went to his class That's afterwards hard. and like, hey man, can you just give me a break? Let me try to. He was like, well, you missed the first test. Do you want to take the second one? There's like another opportunity that he was giving a few, and I fucking fell asleep during the oh, test, man. Gosh. And no, and I didn't even realize. And I I put my I I like woke up midway and I realized and he was looking dead at me and I was oh, like I no. felt so defeated because I had let him down. Yeah. It wasn't even the idea of like the test and like you know it's he the fact that I shot. spoke. Yeah, and, you, and I felt I so horrible. That, that but the, makes my stomach hurt. Yeah, like, but in hindsight, it's funny. Just the idea of like waking up in this mid, not realizing I had falling asleep, and he's looking dead at me. And it's just like this idea, like that's you so, mother, like, yeah, yeah, mortifying. That's <laughs> it's terrifying. So funny. But and so I, I didn't graduate because I, you know, my intent was really going down there to get my girl, sure. and I did. We eloped. We got married <gasps> in Georgia. Fernand. Yeah. <laughs> So we eloped, got married in Georgia, and came back. My family was not having it. Of course. Her family certainly accepted it. Yeah, certainly accepted I mean, they it because they were there. Well, I was going to say, were they there? Oh, yeah, they were there. And then it was Georgia. And, of course, the judge, as we were, you know, saying, you know, I do. I do yeah. He's like, before that, he's like, this is a very sincere question. Are you guys related? <gasps> <laughs> Georgia. No. Oh, we, like, we started heck? laughing. Yeah. And I was like, because they do. You have to take blood tests. <laughs> Georgia, <laughs> Georgia, baby, you little cousin. I love you, you little fuzzy peach. <laughs> oh, it's so funny, oh you know. Oh my god! Yeah, so we got married and we came back to Chicago and uh, kind of fell into improv late in the game, man. Man. Um, but this is a t- this is kind of a testament to my family and the reason why I love them so much that I can track it literally track back everything that I've done has been a result to their support. Mm. Like, I play the guitar because my brother signed me up for a class. That's awesome. And he, like, oh, man, he's, like, (laughs) he is the father figure to our family, and Mm. I love him so much. And Mm. uh, he took a lot of burden in the household, you know, with having an absent father. And um, he really did everything he could do, like, from doing construction. Is he the oldest? He is the oldest. And uh, it's tough because he didn't really have much of childhood, I don't think, you know, because yeah. he was kind of overseeing us all. Yeah. And he took construction work very early on to support the to family. To... Yeah. And so my mom really relied on, on him heavily. That's so and, hard. Um, and to the point where he, like, he would always know everyone's interests, just like a good parent would yeah. be. And he knew that, like, my uncle used to play guitar at home, and he had, like, these beautiful songs in Spanish. And we all looked up to him, like, oh, we want to learn guitar, but no one ever did. And we signed up for classes. And um, and my brother, like, I, I was, like, 13, maybe 14. I was like, oh, hey, I signed up us for, signed us up both for guitar lessons. And it's and I know in hindsight it's bullshit. It was just his way of saying we're Aww. both going to go because he dropped out a week afterwards Aww. and he let me take the classes on. And it's only for that reason that I learned to play guitar. Because he didn't guitar. think that you would like go and yeah. do it and, on Yeah, and own. also because, you know, and and I'll very honestly tell you that I'm such a lazy bag. Really? You know what I mean? Oh, like God, just the commitment. Me you know oh, what I mean? Like God, it's one of those things like worst. I'm going to do it. and I. But he really supported everyone's interest that's awesome um, and also improv improv my my sister was taking improv classes at second no city way. yeah and i'd not know i didn't know anything about improv growing up i i grew up on in living color not snl you yeah. know so i looked up to those guys hard sure um, that makes a lot of sense john leguizamo i looked up to a lot cool. growing up you know what i mean because that yeah, was I mean, my it was like a way more diverse yeah <laughs> well that was my flavor and they spoke my language yeah. and it made sense to me you know so yeah. you gravitate to what to what feels that's familiar like, 
that's why representation is important. <laughs> yeah, like, that, exactly. That is so like I'm getting chills thinking about it, and like that's as a stupid white person. No, you know, but like, that's but that's the but, way you should have a, a pain about it. It's not like you know we're. It, it's not the idea of like, hey, we have representation because we want to take over. It's because no. you want representation across all yeah, races. Because, you know what I mean? Like just because one thing is is like because you think that one thing is like good and entertaining uh, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it echoes with other people and yeah. like that is so important yeah exactly so like uh, you know when when she started taking classes and I, i've always been kind of like the family cloud i'm the youngest so obviously oh, i'm always looking for attention sure. you know michelangelo um, yeah michelangelo <laughs> exactly right um, and my uncles used to call me teto um, because oh, they're yeah, yeah, from show. my solo yeah, show, yeah. yeah. Uh, my uncle solo used to, yo. they used to call me uh, Teto because there was a comedian named Teto. He was kind of like, uh, uh, he he was a church, uh, like uh, he used to work at the church, but he was so filthy. Like, oh, really? He, <laughs> he was really bad. And he was kind of like this child adult working at, like working in church, but he would see all the people come in and he would just do all these double entendres of like oh, sex yeah, and like yeah, class yeah. systems. That's so funny. It was funny. so smart, but so funny and filthy. And my parents, like my spell it. Uh, teto is T E T O. Okay, that's yeah, what I. Teto. That's yeah, what yeah. I would think. Look him up, man. He's so funny. I mean, teto. you know, it's in Spanish, obviously, but um, it's such. He's such a great, funny comedian. But it's filthy. But my my uncle <laughs> used to let me watch his stuff, and I used to imitate his like his <gasps> faces so and some fun. of his jokes. Yeah, and so they started calling me Teto since I was little. So till this day, that's when I go back to Honduras so... and I see them, because yeah. they all went back. You know, they went back. <laughs> <laughs> Immigration, right? <laughs> they um, just like. Chose to go back. Chose to go back. Um, so when I go back to there, they're like, Aww. hey, Teto. You know, so it's always so great. Um, but so my sister was taking classes at Second City. And my sister was like, oh, you should go. You're, you're funny. You might be good at this thing. I had no idea what was improv what, what improv was about. Um, I didn't know that some of my hero, comedic heroes ended up on some of those stages because they started, like, doing improv and sketch work and stuff like yeah, that you sure. just don't know you don't have someone yeah like and that's why it's so important to have some of these like second city has a diversity outreach program because they yes. go to the communities and they educate them about hey you know this guy that you think is really funny well they started this here doing this and and we need your voice it's you know? not just something i think it's also like a result of you know that gradually getting a little more, like you said like doing the diversity outreach yeah, and stuff and it, it's so important because I didn't know that stuff growing up and it and it yeah, ha- why had it not you? been for my sister taking classes at Second City Man, through the training that's program great. and my brother again signed me up for classes burn it I would not <laughs> never have done improv if it wasn't for my brother for uh, Tony and I love him so it much so what like man that's so special yeah like that your family is just like so inherently a part of all of that. Of everything, of everything. And that's why it's, you know, every, all my brothers, you know, Tony, my brother Franklin, my sister Carla, my brother Washington, um, they all have, you Franklin, see these names? Yeah, Washington. Franklin, Washington, and Carla. My, you know, uh, my brother's named after my father, uh, Joaquin Antonio, so we call him Tony. And uh, my sister Carla, Rocio, which you probably remember from Rocio's Unisex and uh, oh, Solo Yo. Oh, yes, right. Yes. <laughs> uh, is that your sister? That's my sister. My, my mother has a beauty so shop funny. on the south side of Chicago. Oh, and you can tell that's like a real person. That's pr- my like, mom. Um, and that's that was such a, a realized person. That I love piece made it was so important. That to me. and your uncle are both like such <laughs> fun characters, like such real Thanks, people man. characters. And that's you know, and I, I have to give out a shout out to Scott Goldstein because you know I love Aww, that guy. And he, he's a great director. He, he's really great. You know, I, it was really challenging to come across that material because it was so important to me, and those mm-hmm. people are so important to me that you don't want to make fun of them, and you want to you know 
pay Do respects to them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, so. Um, That's so sweet. And so when I started taking classes, I, I didn't get it, man. Like I, I was like, it was hard. I hated it with a passion. Really? Because I had no background in it. And it was like, what's all this trust falls and zip zap? Oh, yeah. You know, zip oh, zap yeah. sob. Like, <laughs> I would call it sobbing. <laughs> zip zap sob. Uh, zip zap sob. Oh, because <laughs> you're so just depressing. like, this is yeah, what is not this? fun and, and weird. But I came into it just very. That's so funny. Yeah. Like, Green. And... Yeah. And like feeling like, what, what are we going to do? Like Was in living like color level style. A? Yeah. I went through the training program at Second City, A That's through so F. That's so funny. Or A but through also e. it's like they're trying so hard to like watered it yeah, down it really so that is. like and everyone I know that. can be on the same page right yeah yeah and then you've got all different walks of life going in there mm-hmm. like people that are in like the you know just regular nine to five corporate america yeah. that are just looking to be and better communicators mm-hmm, or being mm-hmm. better in like uh, social speakers or, mm-hmm. or whatever or public and, speakers right 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 yeah. yeah so for me going through that program I was like i really didn't like it and but <laughs> towards the end of it i was like well i've already did, done this and if my hero's had gone through improv then maybe there's something here mm-hmm. and so and then it also then it became kind of like well maybe i can get validated right we're always looking for validation sure and so i you know auditioned for the conservatory program nice. thinking because they tell you about it they're obviously you know it's trying it's a business to, and they're trying to say yeah. hey if you're interested Jeez. audition etc if you're if you can't see that aspect of it then like you're you're going to have some problems in this community (laughs) because like these places are businesses and expensive. They're expensive for a reason because like it helps them keep the freaking doors open. Like, you know, they didn't establish the Harold Ramis film school to like propel. Like, I mean, it is nice that those people will get a certain level of experience, but like, they're trying to make money. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) They're trying to make money. Yeah. And they're so expensive. And they know they can make money teaching classes about something like that that's so much like so emerging you know right yeah they're just they're they tap on whatever's hot well it's mm. not you know obviously that's a program that it's kind of overdue frankly sure i think you're probably right yeah but at, at the same time it's like <laughs> a little bit it's like chicken and egg yeah, yeah. it's like an opportunity yeah. i mean it's named harold ramus right like <laughs> you know what it's, I'm saying? <laughs> it's pretty convenient it is it is uh, um, but like, it's also well deserving because obviously harold yeah, ramus you know what i mean Jesus. he's a pioneer he's a director of course et of course of yeah. course it's not like it's like they it's not like he's some schlub who like right, exactly. you know didn't right. help put second city on the map <laughs> Right, yeah. right, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they know that. They have <laughs> yeah, they to. Do. There's got to be self-awareness about stuff like that. Yeah, so that's the thing, though. Like, my brother was doing construction work very early on. Like, even taking jobs at gas stations, man. Like, really just to help wow. out the family. And these, that's the kind of man he is, and he continues to be. And a, a huge respect for all my siblings. Um, mm. And so I, I started taking these classes. I mean, you know, he wasn't making a lot of, a lot of money during those jobs, doing those jobs, because he was underage, um, kind of. Under the table, too. Under the table, taking those jobs. But he paid for my classes. And that's, you know, that's a lot of money. When you yeah. think about it, you know, yeah. it's like 500 bucks for a class, et cetera. And it's if they got so A expensive. through F, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's and, thousands of dollars to yeah, invest. And to in really commit to it. And uh, to, so, so I did the program conservatory like program. Oh, but the one thing I did want to say about the names, my mom was a huge fan. Like she was in Honduras when she had us, all five of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last last oh. three are one year apart, by the way. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... 
so she she was really into like Americana uh-huh. in Honduras because she would read all the magazines uh-huh. and she saw like Franklin. Oh, that sounds like so he's Franklin Anassis. Oh, yes. Jackie. Yeah, right. That's sick. So yeah. Oh funny. no, I think he's Aristotle after Aristotle. Oh, Aristotle oh, Anassis. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like Jackie, that's who Jackie O married, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Um, history. I only know <laughs> that because of um. Uh, a past guest of the show. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Marie Maloney talked about the Kennedys. All right. And so on. I was like, oh, Jackie. But like, I don't think I would have known that it was like, you know, she went off and married this like Greek dude. You yeah, know, that like, guy was like a superpower, yeah, man. Yeah, but at the time, I'm sure that makes perfect sense that she would like borrow that name yeah. if she if that was why she was uh you know if that was why she chose those names because yeah, she was really like tapped into american culture that yeah. was like huge yeah huge. Ex- right because even back in honduras central america like you're not getting time magazine you know <laughs> yeah, what i mean like right. um so she picked out these names which is also interesting because they don't even in spanish they're hard to pronounce oh, yeah, yeah, um, sure. so you got franklin right you got washington uh-huh. which is an awesome <laughs> first name so you know funny. um and yeah how do you even like Shorten Washington. <laughs> well, I call him Wash. And um, I'm super proud of my brother too because he's a he's a police officer just wow. recently th- this past year. Congratulations! Um, yeah, and it's really exciting. I, I mean, obviously, I fear for him, and it's yeah, good really Lord. it's hard because it's you know it's such a such a conflict mm-hmm. and um, justified absolutely. Yeah, um, it's a really hard time to be <laughs> and to choose that profession. Yeah. But you know, it comes from a place that. You know, if you remember that story in Solo Yo, when, you know, my family, we, we were jumped at a, in a park. Um, yeah. You know, it comes through that experience of feeling like you want to protect. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, you, um... <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I know yes, that's really hard. But it, it comes from that place of like, you know, want to want to be able to protect people. And it comes yeah. from a really, really beautiful place. Wow. And that's my brother. And he chose that profession knowing that it was hard. And that's Washington? That's Washington. Good yeah. Room. So it's interesting because like I'm named Vernon. You yeah. know, and like that is not a name in Spanish like lexicon. It doesn't come really? across. Um, but apparently Elvis Pr- Presley's father died around the time I was born and his name was Vernon. That's so funny. So I come from that. Um, that's so funny. But in Spanish it's so hard to pronounce because you pronounce it Vernon. Yeah, Bernon, and not a lot of people know how to Bernon. pronounce it properly. Yeah. But it's also hard because in Spanish, Bernon is very close to, and I'm sorry for if people are listening that are sensitive, it's very close to Berga, which is like a very crude way of saying dick. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I get that, all, I get Berga. like shit a lot about oh it. You know, when gosh, I introduce myself like, to like... Is like Richard or Yeah, right, dick exactly, or yeah. But it's so close to that because it's Bernon, you know. Um, but it's more so Bernon. like in the Mexican culture than it is in anywhere else. But Berga? Berga, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't say it too oh, yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but we also say it a lot in like Honduras. It's like, you know, Mamá me la verga vos. Uh... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Uh, Suja me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I had a friend who was from um, Moldova uh, in college, and she, so they speak Romanian, so she would teach us like really dumb stuff oh, in really? Romanian. Yeah. And one of them was Suje Pula, which is what is that? Same thing. So, <laughs> many, so, so we you would know, say it all the ta- all the time. Suje yeah, Pula. and that's you know without regret because I know we're I'm feeling like we're just having a conversation you and I. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, it's taping, but that's I don't care. 
Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but that, that's yeah. But so that's just interesting that my mother I've chose those worse names. Things have been said on this podcast. Oh really? Okay, good. Yeah, I don't want to like, be that guy. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. So that's how I fell into improv, man. Just kind of really late in the game, and um, I mean, you listen to Gifford's episode. <laughs> yeah, Gifford. I love Gifford. He's my man. You can't say you said <laughs> anything more damning than my Gifford did in that that's podcast. Right. Yeah. And so you know, when I started doing, when I finished, so I did the conservatory, and I love that. I met Wolf. Some of my best oh, friends, cool. Aaron, Andy. A bunch of guys, Aaron. Uh, Johnson. Oh, cool. Uh, Jamie Smith. A and bunch Andy of people. Knuth. Asher Perlman was oh, in my conservatory cool. class. A bunch of great people were in that That's class. Awesome. Yeah, and so when you know, it, then it becomes another. And I tell, and this is probably very obvious to the people that are listening um, to the podcast, but it's just that we're in a we're in a profession, right? Because yeah. it is a profession um, that you're constantly unfulfilled. Yeah. You know, so you kind of have to make that yeah. decision of are you okay with constantly wanting more? And sometimes mm-hmm. that could become very deteriorating. Yeah. Um, because even, and I've come to realize, uh, especially in the last like year or so, that happens at like every level. Absolutely. It's not just you trying to get into it, it's like every level. Absolutely. Of it. Yeah. And you find, you find different levels of success and you have great times and sometimes you have really low times and just being able to make the best or trying to find good ways. But, I've, you know, I've had some really bad low times too, just like anyone else, but sure. I haven't been able, I, I was able to overcome that because I had great support through friends and family right. um, of wanting to go on and saying, okay, well, I got in the conservatory and I was really excited about that. Then wanted to like validate it even more. Can I get on one of the house teams? Sure, of um, can I, you know, and this is at that Audition time I was really down. I was like, man, I've been hearing some really great stuff about the annoyance and yeah. I hadn't really ca- caught any shows out there. And I was kind of intimidated by the annoyance because you hear about the annoyance and it's kind of this. It has a certain reputation. Absolutely. Mystique. Yeah, it does. And it really caught me. And I'm like, well, the only way I'm going to do it, because I, I started interning at Second City too yeah. to, to take classes. That's like, gosh, that's the only way I could just yeah, it too. Exactly. Yeah. Which I feel it's such bullshit that they cut that that process now they don't have yeah. the internships anymore at, uh, second city second city right yeah, i'm classes. pretty sure that io um also has been cutting back on and that's internships. Horrible, man. i'm pretty like, sure they're like hiring people more instead of intern it sucks like yeah that's the biggest way that i justified i mean i was an intern for a lot of my time at annoyance mm-hmm. and like my last few classes at io and i look back and i'm like thank god i did that like right. I mean, because you really get to know the theater better too. Like, exactly. You meet people. Like, I met Wolf when I was an intern at Annoyance oh, really? because he That's was just awesome. like such a nice guy that if he was doing a show, he's the kind of guy who would like stop at the box office and make sure he met the box yeah. office intern. You know Wolf what I mean? Wolf is a good man, man. Like, that's just, it was so apparent to me so quickly, like, who the, the real, like, gems of that place absolutely were because but, they would reach out and do things like that but i feel like that's the thing about the annoyance and and you know everyone has like their position about the different theaters yeah. you know in the, sure. the top three and i might so my only experience was at that time second city right so obviously when i finished that i was like well let me see if i could get an internship at the annoyance and mm-hmm. just like any other theater there was a long waiting period you know right so i just kind of stuck around started watching shows and then i um I got to do an internship at the box. And now nice. I'm trying to think of, oh, I, you know what? I took a class and paid for the first one mm-hmm. and I reached out to Meg Johns. And nice. Thank That's you, who Meg got me Johns. Yeah. Because you love Meg Johns, man. I, that was me like pouring my heart out because yeah. she had like, done I did that the for same me. Thing, and she was that so, is so awesome. Great. And, Meg, and that's just, 
A but, testament again to the people there, man. They're yes. really support, really supportive, and they Gosh, go out their preach, way to just help preach, out. And, preach, preach, And that's what, why I gravitated to that place so much and, and still they do. Take, they really take care of their people. They really do. And everyone is so nurturing, so welcoming. That place you go in there. And I've had my, you know, I've had my bad experience in some of the other theaters. And, sure. And it's just jaded me. Like, I, yeah. and why go to a place that you don't feel welcome? Yeah. And, you know, the, the one thing that I do talk about that I talk to friends and, and um, it's just that idea of like people having success and not and it's not necessarily like the level of success. It's never justified. If you have a friend that you see, say hello. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. Don't don't put up a front or you know what I mean? We go through times and we don't want to talk and that's cool too. Yeah. Like I get that. We don't but even just saying a hello is fine, you know. Yeah, like, you have no um, idea how often I have that kind of conversation with people. Yeah. Like when people come and do the show, it might be, you know, someone who I don't like talk to on a regular basis, yeah. but whenever I see them, I'll probably like say hello, right, like, right, you know, or at least some kind of like acknowledgement. And then when we sit down like this, it's like that's when you actually hash out those kinds yeah, of feelings, right. you know? Like, yeah. And it, everyone, it seems like so many people feel that same way. Yeah. Like, that just be like cool about it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. But yeah. it, it sounds even ridiculous to say it out loud. Right. But, yeah. um, and I get it that people have different personalities, you yeah. know, but it, it's just the idea of like, and I guess I'm saying it, it, you know, I've been affected by it and I'll be honest, you yeah. know, like when that happens, cause I, I'm with people that you think you're friends with and like, sure. you know, it's not like we're like close relatives or anything like that, right. but if you've done, you know, it doesn't you matter work together it's, and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But even at the extent of not working with someone just because you know them, just saying hello. Yeah. But the, I, my point being is that it really takes a toll on someone. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Like why be that person? Why yes. do you want to, you know, like, I, I don't know, you maybe have, be having a bad day or whatever, but it, it just goes out. If you're nice, to a stranger, which you should be. Sure. Be nice to people that you know are either having a hard time or you know exactly know the struggle what, that we're all in. Yes, you know what I mean. That's what I was about to say. Is like you know exactly what you know what this experience is from your perspective. Like you know it's not it's not candy isolated. And roses all the time. Exactly. You know? So. And that's the beauty about the annoyance, though. When you go in there, you feel so welcomed. And so when I was interning there, I got the chance and opportunity to make mate. Mick Napier, mm -hmm. who's very welcoming, and he's so humble that it's so ridiculous yeah. that he's even that humble considering yeah. the giant that he is in the community. Yeah, and you know, and he's he's the kind of person that he he knows his position in the community. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But oh, um, for sure, you know what I mean. But he yeah. he he is so tuned into personalities yes. that he catches that sh like right yes. on. If, if you have like a you know what if you're in for it for a different reason. Oh, I I um, definitely agree. I yeah. and I've heard him like you know, put uh, some people on blast that and he, I love it. like, is not, that he, that frustrate him because of stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Who, like, and act it's like hard. they're better than everybody else. Yeah. It is really refreshing to, to hear, you know, things like that and know that, like, I mean, I know that when I go into a Second City audition, which I've had very, I've only ever done generals. Like, oh, really? I haven't okay. really just, I just haven't really done that much stuff in that building. Yes. But because Mick knows me from the annoyance and yeah. like knows yeah. that I'm a decent person. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, he looks out for me. Like, exactly. You know, he'll, he'll like give me that extra scene at the end of the audition if there's an odd number, you Love know, stuff guy, like man. that. And it's like, it's not like he's playing favorites. He's just like looking out for people that he knows like deserve, deserve being it. looked out for. Yes. Exactly. And that's why I, I love that place and I love him and um, it's one of those things of just like 
because you're a good person, he feels that you deserve that opportunity to be seen. Yeah. Um, and he looks out for tell. people. You know what I mean? And But that's the it thing. It breeds is, a really good you know creative atmosphere yes for everyone involved because they know that you're at the annoyance and you know what it's about it's like family (laughs) it is it is and i love that (laughs) to like weirdly bring it back it really does feel that way it really is and so it's so welcoming and so when i was interning there uh, at the box office i saw skin prov yeah and wolf was doing skin prov yeah at the time and then i told wolf i was like man how how are you guys doing and to me going into it i really saw it as a challenge i said well you know can i be a better improviser because now if I go into generals, if I go into a house team audition, right. I've done this stuff in my underwear. Yeah, you know, how comfortable yeah. how comfortable will I be? Yeah. You know? I definitely saw it as a challenge for myself. I've only done it like two or three times. Okay. Um but I definitely saw it as a challenge for myself. <laughs> like it's so like counterintuitive to yeah, it really what is. I think I would find myself doing. But And I you know, I and never knew afterwards, I was like it. every time I did it afterwards Mick would be like great job thank you so much for doing yeah. it you're welcome anytime yes. like yes. he's so good i think i saw him like a few days after the first or se- first one i did i think yeah and he like specifically pulled me aside and was like hey if i didn't say this on saturday like great job you're yeah. welcome he's anytime. so good about like, that it was and it's like he doesn't have to do shit like that he, he could just as easily just like you know sit at the bar and not interact with the people exactly, in the theater but yeah. like it behooves him yeah. to do that and but, and it comes from a genuine place exactly that's what I, I'm glad you touched on that because it's not like he does it because it's forced that guy no. is such a good I mean he's intimidating oh gosh you, yeah yeah you see that yeah. guy walks into a room and you feel the weight yeah you know, I think you know so what too. I mean yeah, yeah. but it comes from such a great place and like the second he talks to you his face just changes yeah you know what I mean so but, true Yes. And, and it's not like I mean that's just the way he, <laughs> the guy looks you yeah. know what I mean like um, but it comes from such a great creative and heartfelt place yeah. that you can't not fall in love with that theater so and the people involved um, and the first time I did Skimprov was like he was like I was like hey are you um, so I was curious about Skimprov I was thinking uh-huh. about like is there an audition process and he was like oh are you curious about doing it yeah and he's like yeah I'm, I guess I'm kind of curious he's like okay well you're on tonight yeah, right. yeah <laughs> so yeah. he put me on that same night That's so funny um, and it was fantastic because he was like what are you what are you most afraid of you know because he's a performer himself yeah. man. he gets it sure um so he would he would you know what, what are you most afraid of i was like is it being naked is it performing you know doing improv i was like quite honestly improvising in front of you and some of the oh, peers really? you know it's like really funny. it wasn't scary to me to like to take off my clothes because it's it's you do by the way skin prov it's in 45 improvised piece where during different times during the piece people are taking off layers of clothing yeah. To the it's point where they just end up in the <laughs> It is very in a, in a very <laughs> hilarious. I think it's like because it's so self-aware how yeah. heavy-handed it is. It makes <laughs> it funnier than if it was just like you were trying to like integrate it in yeah. this really like <laughs> sneaky way. <laughs> but that's the great format about Skimprov. Like the the version that you see today at the new theater is completely different than the Skimprov that was in the old space. Absolutely. Yeah. Could not agree more. And the reason... When I played, I was like, whoa, this is like not... I think I even watched like part of a set before I actually played it Mm -hmm. because I was like, let me see if this is... Because I hadn't seen the women do it before. Yes. And like Alex was there and Jen was doing it and stuff. Yes. And I was like, oh shit, that's cool. So I like ducked my head in and was like, you know... I would do that. Like, yeah, that's man. scary, but I would do it. Right. And then, like, the next week, I was backstage with Duke. Yeah. And Nick, <laughs> or 
either Duke or Montes. I think okay. it might have been Montes actually because okay. he was like also in Splatter. And yeah, yeah, Nick yeah. came Montes. over and was like, do you guys want to hop in? And I think he was like kind of half joking. Oh, really? But we both called him on yeah. it. And just like, I think like, you guys, yeah. I think people were like already down to their pants. So oh, I just like so went, yeah. <laughs> I just like went from the green room into backstage while I was like pulling my shirt off. And he was like, holy shit, are you really going to do it? And oh, I was like, nice. yeah, why not? And so like, that's great. So Come I think, back, yeah, yo. I will, I will, I will. Yeah, yeah. May, May. But so the, 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 the way it is currently, like people are really committed to doing good work up there you it's, know what there's it, good and it's like not to weird, say that it wasn't like that before but it was like that midnight crowd where everybody was like, just like you. yeah like um and it you know obviously making sure that you take care of the audience yes. um and not isolate make is, is big on that yes. and also making sure that you're not doing scenes where you're either pooping or throwing <laughs> up because right. it's it's not just a bad improv you know position to be in but it's also looks bad because you're in your underwear you know what i mean so it's just like um but it's so when when i improvised with them i did tell them like hey i am kind of scared of just improvising with you guys sure um the weird thing about doing skin prob is that i realized it didn't help me in auditions (laughs) that's so funny (laughs) not not i will say that it did help me because it's made me a better performer because Uh i've I've had to play with some of the best performers out there uh, doing skin prop, so it's made me a better improviser. Uh-huh. Um, but it didn't help me in the sense of like getting nerves or like oh, really? because what what happens is that it's made me comfortable improvising in my underwear because everyone else is in their underwear. Oh, so when you're, right. it's not like I'm up there and I feel comfortable. I have my clothes on. So it's right. almost like a reverse. Yeah. It's like if we were all in our underwear. Maybe you'd feel throw, more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. That's so but it, I mean, funny. it did help the nerves. I won't say that it, it hadn't, but I really went and approached it that way. That's the reason why I started doing it because I had huge respect for the people involved. Yeah. And it gave me an opportunity to, to play with, you know, to, to play with Mick and it's really uh, get a chance to meet those guys yeah. and um yeah so now it's a unisex ensemble which mm-hmm. is perfect because we get people from um, um burlesque is more yeah. which is a fantastic show you should check out because those ladies are super talented and very funny it's so um, good so now they play after they they're set um a few of them jump cool. in so it's great and it's great to have that balance up there too yeah, yeah i'll yeah. definitely i'll definitely be by at least i want to do it like at least a couple of times in may Awesome. Uh, Come back. It's such a fun show. Yeah, we want to balance it out. Females, it's, males. It's also and it's a diverse hard. class yeah. group too. Yeah, it's fun. It's really fun. Um, what was I about to say? Uh, how, Sing it. <laughs> so let's see. Um, is there anything else that you f- would feel like remiss if you didn't talk about it in where your family is concerned? Like what you feel like that. Uh, that feeling of I love where what we've covered already, you know, yeah. like that structure of like when you first came here mm-hmm. and being in that big family, you know, group and like yeah. that within um like kind of being a little isolated where you guys were in the community and everything, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but still feeling like you had plenty and like all those <laughs> shows. That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. And uh, now kind of seeing what that grew into yeah. also through your family. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you would want to speak to anything else where like your son is concerned? Yeah, absolutely. That's a part that I, I did want to talk sure. about. So, um, you know, my father wasn't involved with me growing up. So it, it was really important for me that whenever I, I started having a family, um, and I 
wanted to be a father early on. Yeah. When I was in high school, uh, more so because you you miss having a dad around. So sure. You, you start thinking about like, oh man, you know what? Whatever. What? It's gonna be great when it I'm a dad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And just having and that's why I, you know I, I spoke to it in my in my solo show is mm-hmm. just having that opportunity to kind of have find redemption. And um, you know I have a great relationship with my dad, and he's he's a great person. It's just you know you, adults have they you know they drift apart and yeah and we and, and you know i might have become a completely different person if my dad was involved sure. because the dynamic would have changed right. and my brother wouldn't have been there and maybe he wouldn't have the same interest so it's all kind of this and cause maybe and effect he wouldn't and, have felt as driven to kind of help you do the things exactly he knew you could do exactly yeah, so you know who knows um so it was really important to me when when my son was born um that I just try to be the best dad as possible, and mainly it comes from a, a playful play, a place. You know, it it's I'm a I'm a good parent in that I know about, <laughs> you know, like I know how to make good decisions. Sure, most of the time. Uh, <laughs> the be- I mean, parenting is such in, an impossible thing because there's yeah. so many things that you can't know how to do it or deal with it until right. you're faced with it. Exactly. Like it's not like you can just you know, read about it or like mm-hmm. watch a documentary on parenting and suddenly like, no, you know, like yeah. it, you practice all these other things in your life and parenting is like the same way, you know, yeah, like you, the, you don't just suddenly get good at improv. You like exactly. take classes on it. And Thank you. Improve. Yeah. So it's that idea of like you, you fall, you just do it. Yeah. And you learn from the experience that you, you learn from the experience of being a parent and being a good parent, um, wanting to be a good parent. Yeah. And Mike, you know, he's so creative and he's so mm. funny and he's goofy. <laughs> um, and it's just an opportunity for me to to really um, look back at my own childhood and um, support everything that that he does and um, interests that he that he has and um, just being as playful as possible. And it comes from a, of, of a place of. I think from my own childhood um, of wanting to do that with my own father, but also from improvisation and just being able to respect every opinion, no matter what height or age. Sure. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like everyone has a valid point. Oh my gosh. And just being able to respect it. And like sometimes he gets so really important. pissed and upset and I realize, oh yeah, he's a kid. That's how he expresses he's, himself. Right, um, right, right, right. And just kind of having the patience to do that. And it's hard, you know, because I am a father, I'm an improviser and mm-hmm. I've got tons of shows. I can't and imagine. Just balancing that out and you know and i i don't say this to to you know um to blow you know to make it seem like i'm, I'm bragging or any, yeah to my own horn thanks um <laughs> is i wrote this solo sh- this solo show in the wee hours while my yeah. my family slept you know and yeah. trying to write songs and being quiet to not wake up my kid or right. wake up my wife and um being able to balance everything to be That's there because i just i made it up it was important for me you to make to. sure to spend that time when I got home that it was with my son and my and my wife and when my son goes to sleep then I you know making the time to sp- spend that time with my wife right um, you know and share that experience together obviously but then make the time and write slots and sacrifice right because wow. you have to find yeah. places where well I guess I won't sleep the as much tonight yeah. and then sort of compensate that throughout the week and say Man. how much are you going to sleep and, and less sleep. Um, so I'm really happy the solo show was uh, the success that it was because it was really important for me just as a fulfillment goal. Of or, course. You know, and I, as an improviser and that's just something you you want to get done and get your own material out there and have people experience and really appreciate it meant a lot to me. Um, but it's great to have my Fridays back. Yeah, you know? I'm uh, sure. That's Because it's tough, man. Because it, it's and one night a week where you just know you're going to lose 
that night with yeah. your family and everything. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's tough, and everybody's got to make those decisions. You know, it's not just yeah. me as a parent, but it's that thing of like, oh, if I was a, a parent, it'd be like twice as hard. But it it isn't. It's just as hard as anybody else. You yeah. just got to find the balance. Different, different and, battles. Yeah, and sacrifice where it needs to be sacrificed. But it it's hard sometimes because you realize, you know, I live on the south side of Chicago near Midway airport so having to commute in to do a show like at midnight takes effort because sometimes wow. you get lazy and sometimes yeah, you're like dude, that's crazy and sometimes you realize like man i'm not there like when my son is asleep you, you like you know, drive a lot i do i drive yeah. i commute all the time um because it's it's hard to get red line i don't know it's not like i have a red line down there that you yeah. know it's up and at four midway i think stops at two o'clock in the morning um but just making that decision to be out there it takes a toll on you especially yeah. i mean you're hearing me talking and i talk about fatherhood being so important you don't want to be subsequently an absent father yeah for a different reason and yeah yeah and not like being an absent father in the sense that it's not something that that he may feel it's not the absent father that I had, but sure. it may be absent in different ways. Sure. I'm just, it's its very important to me that I'm, I'm tuned into that um, because it's, it's really important to me that he doesn't feel that way in any way. And it's hard because I, I mean, he's going to feel imagine. it. He's gonna, I can't it, imagine. He's going to feel it inevitably. You right. Know? But I think as performers. You can't just, yeah. I mean, being, always being there is denying you know another thing that can make you really happy and exactly, make you feel like I'm, yeah a, a full person and, and it's reciprocal like he needs it i need it we yes, all need it you know right it makes, yeah it, it, it grows me spiritually and uh, and i love it i i love being home and spending time with my family and spending week on sundays it's always with my family because we that's we always get together mm -hmm. on sundays and that's really important um so yeah i mean i guess that's just what i wanted to say is how important um performing is and making the right choices and being able to balance choose the material you want to work in because it's taking you time away from things that maybe you could be doing that are much more important and that can grow you spiritually really you know? important and choose, be, like kind of picking your wisely. battles yeah. yeah and i think being a parent has made me better being a family man has made me better about that you know because i'm not going to sacrifice a time when my my son could be on my shoulders running around in the yard for to do a show that it's like just deteriorating me and and i don't have a say in the in the work you know what yeah. i mean and yeah. it's not to say that I, you know we, we all have those experiences but it's just it's made me better about it i i relate to that on like a smaller level of being in a serious relationship for the last couple years mm -hmm. that is definitely like something that forced me to, because I want to dedicate time to that and like spend time with him, mm -hmm. it it really forces you to look down the barrel and go like, okay, then like what has to go? Right, you know, like yeah. you can't do it all. And I'm right. still so bad at it. Yeah, I am like we all are, admittedly yeah. still bad at it, mm -hmm. but I do think it is like, focused me on more than i used to be that's uh, great and he's also you also have to you know I, in the same in the same way that your family is so supportive you also have to be with someone who's going to be supportive yeah. of uh of those kinds of things too. exactly yeah i mean they have to understand and you have to go into an environment that like creatively speaking 
we they understand your schedule and mm-hmm. they understand that you're commuting mm-hmm. and it's rough it's rough sometimes because you you do have to say no to certain projects that you'd like to be involved but um I, frankly right now it's just i'm not in a position to even take stuff on because i've yeah. already have like i'm doing the bob curry fellowship and that's yeah, two days yeah. out of the week congratulations um, thanks thanks um it's a fantastic lauren walker is like one of my <laughs> yeah, best Laura. friends she's so funny the whole cast I'm, is dope I, we have a great I, the team people that i know in it involved are just like i can't think of a better like more you know hardworking, like wholesome bunch yeah like, it's fantastic you and her and ray yeah i ray, love ray, ray. i went through ray's i o with ray oh, no kidding. yeah yeah like yeah ray's a good just man. a really really good bunch of people i love it and but it's just that idea of like um those those are two days out of the yeah, week where it's like and adding four two to days seven. to like what you were already doing exactly so you know i'm trigger happy on wednesday skin prob on saturdays <sighs> and then i've got two other shows so it's tough you know and and really like again, yeah, I'm sure closing the solo show is like bittersweet. <laughs> it is bittersweet. It's very bittersweet. Um, but yeah, just choosing those battles and choosing when you're gonna spend time away. But it's also very important because um, I wouldn't have been, you know, as I would not be able to do what I'm doing today if it wasn't for the support of my wife, you know. And, and that's really wonderful. Just having her laugh all the time, man, mm. you know, and just um, really being encouraging. And I. And it comes back from us being the best of friends and we continue to be that for That's each fantastic. other. Um, and just being able to support each other where we need it. And you've been together for so long. Yeah, That's so it's sweet. nuts. I have it's one nuts. more question yeah. that that really nicely dovetails into like what we've already been speaking to. So mm-hmm. you may feel like you're like repeating yourself, but okay. just to kind of like tie a ribbon on it. Yeah. What are some ways or how do you feel like your love of the of Hispanic family life mm-hmm, and the, mm-hmm. the way that you grew up in that culture and um, and now have your own, you know, Hispanic mm-hmm. family culture? Yeah. Um, how do you feel like that has affected you creatively mm-hmm. and how do you feel like that's kind of affected your life in general? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think that, you know, having been in an environment that was really nurturing and supportive um, and coming obviously from a Latino background, mm-hmm. you know, my, my, my comedy came from watching movies in Spanish from mm-hmm. heroes that spoke Spanish. Awesome. So me imitating those people, it made natural sense for me now as a, an adult wanting to find humor that, that represents my culture. Of course. Um, and not in a way to uh, somehow like bank on it yeah or, but, or not necessarily yeah like bank on it and it's cha- it's a challenge because sometimes you you kind of have to look in the mirror and say okay am i kind of weighing on that more than anything but then yeah. you tell yourself well it's a representation of me and that's who sure. i am so that's sure. naturally that's where of that course. voice is going to come from yes um so there's so it's really important me to have that representation more now than ever um you know when i've done showcases always always kind of pushing that trying um, to keep that involved absolutely and not just because those it's not because those characters i use often yeah (laughs) um but it's more so because if i can go out there and be you know represent that culture in any way it would be a huge honor to to be that voice be and not just that voice but be able to be that person because my family instilled that in me that's wonderful. Yeah, and I just want to be able to do that. Um, just pay, just be able to do that, you know. And so that's why it's so important now that when I when I do have a voice out there, and you've got great people like Miguel Lepe, who's yeah. doing some great work out there. Yeah. Um, uh, 
Lori and uh, Lorena and Wendy, who have a right. two two uh, person group, mm-hmm. and they're fantastic, and they're mm-hmm. putting the voices out there. And it's not a matter of saying, well, which voice is louder. It's just having representation. No, it's more, in there. more. Yeah, I mean, we need it. Obviously, yeah. There's, a, there's it's, it's so it's bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's not it's not like it's it pushing an agenda, but it is in a way that we just want to like. I wouldn't have known about this program had it been for my sister taking classes. Yeah. And my brother, you know, signing me up for classes. Of course. Um, Starting all those years ago. You know? Yeah. And so it, it, it's that's why it's so important for me to just kind of keep keep having that voice because I come from a a, a big family mm-hmm. that now I feel is even bigger in the community mm-hmm. where everyone's super supportive and um, just being able to represent all flavors, man. That's awesome. That's really really cool and i've i'm so happy to uh have gotten to work with you yeah, in the too. past and like oh, we never talked about just yeah, dillinger yeah yeah and that <laughs> was even like there was even some of that in that story you know like yeah. of kind of it was kind of like tur- <laughs> oh, that's true turning i love lucy <laughs> on its head kind yeah. of thing i just remember yeah mary uh, beth and i did a show together at the annoyance for a triple feature right yeah, a yeah. Feature. aisha hello yeah <laughs> oh. such a good director yeah she's she does great. such a good job yeah. and i think she really like helped work with us as creatives and like getting out of it what and I love that show so much because it gave me an opportunity to work with you. And I'd yeah. been like a, you know, a far off fan from oh, a distance. Oh, um, shucks. Yeah, absolutely. You're a beast. You know that. You are too, man. <laughs> um, that but really it, and it was a great process because that was, that was a process. We created that show together. And, yeah. you know, um, and she had a great idea and she was a great director. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, man, that show really turned out really good. I think so, too. Good. I, I really, I think it like looking back on it and like knowing the kind of stuff you've done since then uh i think it definitely speaks to a lot of both of our like creative sensibilities oh you're great (laughs) you're so funny that accent oh my god it was period piece by the way yeah "Ah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right and i was a cuban (laughs) right who was like a mime oh yeah yeah right Right. i was like a lounge singer that's right yeah yeah, we were like in love with each other but it was like lucy Uh, i love lucy uh it was great man it was a really good show yeah and so we like got like Aisha let us get like a little dramatic in parts. Yeah, like, I really liked that show. I did too, man. And I really think that those triple features are just such a great way to like create something from nothing and yeah. with like low-ish stakes, and also like a way for the theater to be like, oh wow, like mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. people are good, you yeah. know? Like, yeah, there's just so much stuff. I really think that that show and like a few other things, like triple featurey, like class performance type things, are what. Mm-hmm. made you know me get noticed for lack of a like yeah gross really way to say it. yeah just go up there and do work and yeah. the annoyance is a great place to do it i mean there's great theaters are all over the playground mm-hmm. um that really gives you an opportunity to have a voice go for out sure. there and do solo work um have a representation of what you like yeah and, and it's something that i don't mean to put him on the spot but mick he said something that really resonated with me um and i try to apply it every time i, I sit down to write something um because he had a um a pilot that they didn't pick up. Unfortunately, it was kind of a variety. It was a sketch show. Uh-huh. And he said, like recently, 
Uh, maybe last year. I oh, think yeah, so. yeah. Do you remember that? That pilot? Uh, uh, in like LA, friends. Yeah, in Chris LA, Red. Chris and... Red. A bunch of great people were on it, but unfortunately didn't pick up. But during, he had a screening of it because he just wanted to make sure that everybody got an opportunity to see it. Yeah, cool. because they worked really hard on it. And it was cool. funny, man. I bet it was so funny. It was so good, funny. but it was just, it was in a market that just didn't represent the right culture. Sure. Um, and they were kind of force feeding a format that looked too similar to SNL. Oh, uh, okay. And, and it was a high hybrid of, of a bunch of different programs and that's mm-hmm. why it, I think it failed but but the material was still really good I'm sure um, but during the Q&A he talked about you know um, he talked about like the experience but one thing that he said that really resonated with me and I'll say that is he said if it makes you laugh trust it mm, cool and that's something that I've always applied and it's a, one of those things if you start writing and it makes you laugh man like the first laugh uh-huh just go with it. Trust mm-hmm. your gut. And I know it sounds kind of silly even saying out out loud and say, yeah, of course, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, but man, but it. That's it, what funny is. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but it's it's wild. But having, because I, I had never really thought about it, but he, and it's just such a great thing to, to remind yourself and, and having, hearing it from him, because that's just the way you apply it. You, you trust really... it and you build on it and through collabor- collaboration. Yeah. Um, but I've been times where you just go through the writing process and you're just looking at it like, is this funny anymore? But yeah, then sure. you have to remind yourself that, yeah, I remember laughing at this. Yeah. When, you know, I wrote it and yeah. trust it and go with it. And that's what that's what the writing process was for the solo show. That's really cool, man. Yeah. I, I really respect that. And uh, um, definitely like looking down the barrel of like kind of yeah. doing something similar to that for myself yeah uh, do it's it. like scary but it is uh so fulfilling yeah. though do it yeah for you. i'm, I'm do really it for excited you. and uh, uh yeah I'm, I'm so excited and I'll it definitely wouldn't have that's so sweet uh it definitely wouldn't have gotten to the place that it is without like support from the my loved ones as well so that's great i definitely relate to that thank you so much for doing thank this. you for having this was great vernon such an easy conversation fantastic though. oh i mean you were half of it you i couldn't have done it without you you were there the whole time i was here the whole time yeah improv baby vernon i love you and i mean that man me too thank you so much This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.